This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Farm Journal's Trust in Food Initiative and the America's Conservation Ag Movement, launching July 26th on the National Mall. Learn more at trustinfood.com. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture's plans to relocate a pair of research agencies had their a day on Capitol Hill today. The hearing was technically supposed to focus on the implementation of research language contained within the 2018 Farm Bill. But the relocation of the Economic Research Service and National Institute of Food and Agriculture was the focus. Panel Democrats used the occasion to voice their frustrations. It's clear to me that this is not a relocation. It's a demolition. It's a thinly veiled ideological attempt to drive away key USDA employees and bypass the intent of Congress. I urge the administration to stop this and salvage what valuable expertise is left. That's Debbie Stabenow, the Michigan senator who is the top Democrat on the committee. She says the move will result in big losses for the department. It's still unclear to me what problem the USDA is trying to solve with this move. But we can see the problems and the risks related to this move. USDA Scott Hutchins was the lone witness at the hearing. For his part, he says USDA will be aggressive in filling vacancies created by the move. We will seek uh, more opportunity to expand the reach and the influence of ERS through the use of considerable cost savings from this move. That is our goal. Our intention is to make this and our desire to make this and the recognition is to make this an opportunity for us to allow this agency to grow and to be sustainable in the long term. Employees are scheduled for relocation by the end of September. For more on the situation, check out the coverage from Steve Davies on agripulse.com. Farmers shouldn't be afraid to approach a tough subject like mental health when conversing with their neighbors. That's the advice University of Maryland Extension educators gave to members of the National Corn Growers Association Thursday in Washington. As the farm economy continues to suffer and Mother Nature takes its toll on producers, Chuck Schuster says producers should recognize when there might be a problem. We need to learn to ask that difficult question. Are you thinking about harming yourself? Are you thinking, are you having feelings about suicide? And then we need to be ready to react. Extension educator Jeanette Jeffrey says people shouldn't worry about potentially putting the idea of suicide in someone's mind. If you ask someone, are you thinking of harming yourself? Are you thinking of dying by suicide? They're not going to say, hey, you know what, Tom, I wasn't. But next Tuesday sounds like a good day for that. It's not going to happen. And I've heard other people say, but I might, my friend might be mad at me. Well, consider the alternative. By the way, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. A Farm Bureau analysis shows how 2019 looks a little like 2012. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more. Farmers are hanging on to their old corn crop in hopes of better prices as current crop conditions are shaping up to be the worst since the drought of 2012. American Farm Bureau Federation Chief Economist John Newton says the latest USDA crop report shows weakening conditions. Uh, we only had about 58% of the corn crop in good to excellent condition, uh, and that's the lowest good to excellent ratings that we've seen since 2012. AFBF's analysis estimates 53 million acres of corn are in good to excellent condition. That is the second lowest number in the past decade and second only to 2012, when only 30 million acres were rated good to excellent at this point in the year. That reflects the really poor growing conditions that we've had throughout this year, whether it was the, the late planting, so you have some late maturing crops out there, but also the uh, heavy rains that we experienced throughout the planting season. All of that's combined 
to really lead to a poorer crop than what we've had in recent years. Newton says there's so much uncertainty as to what this new crop is going to look like. How many prevent plant acres are we going to have? How many harvested acres are we going to have? And ultimately what the yield's going to be. Uh, and if I've got old crop corn in the bin, uh, it might be advantageous to hold on to it. And I think that's exactly what we saw. From June to July in 2012, corn prices spiked almost 50% as drought conditions continued to get worse. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Join Farm Journal's Trust in Food this July 26th on the National Mall for the launch of America's Conservation Ag Movement. Learn how we're helping farmers and ranchers make more sustainable and profitable business decisions. Sign up at trustinfood.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.